Hello, everyone, and welcome into another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run drive time, or student-run radio since 1971. I'm your host, Davis Carroll, and unfortunately at this moment, Cameron's not in here with me, but hopefully soon he will be. I'm going to call him at break. Hopefully he'll find his way over. My texts aren't getting through to him, unfortunately, but we're broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Studio housed in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center right here on the campus of Auburn University. It is a little dreary outside, around 50 right now. It might rain today. We'd like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Opelika Megaplex as well from around the world, however you may be tuning us today, whether it be from your terrestrial radio antenna on Weagle 91.1 FM or the Information Superhighway WeagleFM.com or from your podcast player choice after the fact. We are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only drive time morning show. And with that, usually is here I would ask, Cameron, how are you doing? But uh, I'm not sure if he's asleep or I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be here soon. But in the meantime, I'll just kind of intro y'all in, and we're gonna play some music for y'all until I can get Cameron in here. So, um, oh, maybe is that him? Oh, he's coming. Cameron's on the way. He's on the way. But we're gonna get you a song while we wait for Cameron. But of course, it's the second to last episode for me on Compact Discourse. Tomorrow will be our final one. We're gonna take over Rio and Adrian Slot because I don't think they're doing it. But uh, we're gonna come in. Have some fun on the final one. Try not to shed any tears. But, yeah. So, But right now, I'm going to go ahead and play y'all a quick little song while we wait for Cameron to get here. So, we're going to have a song from Kendrick Lamar. You might know it. I know it. It's called I from his album, To Pimp a Butterfly. Enjoy. That, of course, was Kendrick Lamar with I. That is the single version instead of the one from the album, but it is still I from his album, To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar there from 2015, one of my favorites from him, and still just a, a good old song. But while we're still waiting for Cam, we're going to have one more song for y'all, and then once Cameron gets here, we'll, we'll we'll yuck it up a little bit, have some fun. We're going we're gonna to keep it in that same kind of tempo, hopefully, and see about throwing it back a little bit, though. Let's see. All right, here you go. Jackson 5 with I Want You Back right here. <laughs> welcome back into Compact Discourse, or maybe you're here the whole time. We're going to have to welcome you back. But we're here. Cameron made it. Nope, I wasn't here the whole time. <sighs> it wasn't me. He he had to fight tooth and nail to get here, in yeah, fact. Yeah, something happened. I, uh, I ran. I was walking here. I was flying here. I mean, I was walking here, mm-hmm. and I saw a kid on a train track. I mean, in the middle of the road. So I went down, and I picked the train up. I mean, I picked the kid up, and yeah. uh, I walked him to safety. Yeah, that's how I hurt my wrist that one time. Yeah, did yeah. we talk about that one on the show, or is that just on? I think we did. One? Yeah, uh, I stopped the truck. Long time listeners were like, "Oh yeah, the famous Davis breaking his wrist <laughs> incident of 2023." I almost heard I it recall. again last night. I just like tweaked it. And I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" But uh, I'm good. All our fans are sitting at home, like, "No, Davis, not again." <laughs> what will he get up to what next? If somebody's in his phone right now. He goes, "Oh my gosh, no! I have to call my wife." He calls his wife. He goes, "Baby, Davis is about to break his wrist again. This is no! crazy." Huh, what will they get up to? Um, some things have been happening around the world recently. No, you're kidding. <laughs> I just don't know what to start with. Why don't we start with a little dribble, dribble, shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> Basketball, <laughs> baloncesto. Yeah, what you got to say about dribble, dribble, shoot there? Man? Uh, last night, the Hawks won. Mm-hmm. Go Hawks, by the way. I I love the Hawks. I hate the Hawks. It's a love-hate relationship. Um, but I wasn't expecting them to win at all. 
Yeah. They were supposed to get gentlemen swept by the Celtics, who apparently have the best defense in the league, yeah. uh, and yet Trey's kind of lining them up. Yeah. He's averaging 30 and 10. Oh, really? Which is kind of incredible. Uh, and I'm, I'm led to believe that DeJounte Murray is the problem. Also, Nuggets, gentlemen sweep. Phoenix Suns, gentlemen sweep. They will be moving on. But Bucks story. about to be a gentleman sweep. <laughs> I think Giannis could put up a fight. I, do, I think I think they they'll, they'll claw their way back. But if Jimmy has another game like last, well, they they almost won the game last night. Then Jimmy went like, yeah. I well, he's getting gassed. Jimmy Butler's getting gassed. I mean, he can't carry yeah. the entire series by himself. I feel like the brakes are <laughs> the wheels are gonna fall off eventually. Do you know the Jimmy Butler meme? It has like the calendar. It's yes, like the first yes. half is like, does he even care about basketball? <laughs> The gym VP, and there's like, this is Michael Jordan incarnate on Michael. It's every year he does it. It is. It, that's why I love Jimmy Butler. It's it's good because he's like he's like deloading, but for real. <laughs> he's just like like you're like oh Jimmy Butler's kind of have an off season, and then like it gets to like the last month of the season, you're like oh, and then the playoffs happen, you're like oh my god, this is the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Exactly, it's great. It's he's made for the playoffs. That's why I like Jimmy. That yeah, I don't like him because he beats the Hawks, except for the Hawks beat him to make him to the play in to playoffs rather. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, Trey Young had a uh, a logo three to to win the game, which I missed mm-hmm. because I was I was in the library and I had the game pulled up on my laptop right next to my coding project, and I was coding so intently that like I looked up and we were winning. I was like, "What just happened? <laughs> what just happened? What's <laughs> going on? What happened? What ha- they had the first seven point shot." <laughs> yeah, but I. I didn't see it, but I did hear it because I was whilst I was in the library, third floor, which is supposed to be like one of the quieter floors, mm-hmm. there was a group of guys in a study room who were being so loud and rambunctious. Like they were there must have been five of them all screaming at the top of their lungs. And I, I'm sitting there like, Can you just shut up? Like, how old are you? Like yes! behave yourself, please. Like you're in a lot if you want to be like that, please don't go to the third floor of the library. Yeah. That is childish behavior. And the guy walked out. He walked out of the study room where they were all screaming, and I saw him turn to the, his left and see that the room was empty. He looked back, and he says, oh, we're good, guys. Nobody's in there. And I looked at him like this. People at home can't see it, but I gave you, him a You looked at him with the – wait, I'm putting the, 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 the record, the needle on the record. What? Uh-oh. A record player scratched. Oh, it's broken. What the heck? Yeah, I and with that. Enough. And then he saw me, and he was like, Yo, the Hawks Celtics game is crazy in case you're wondering. Ugh. I'm like, I have it pulled up right here. Like, I'm not wondering. I can watch it, but I'm behaving myself like an adult. Anyways, all this to say, if you're in a library, behave yourself accordingly. I was in the library the other day, and I was walking by a study room, and I just kind of like saw it. There's nobody in there. I just like saw in there the stuff written on the, the boards. It was just like the most ominous notes. It was like kidnapping. It had the definition. I was like, what? what? That wasn't one of them, but it was, it was something even more. Crazy than that. I was like, what the hell is happening yeah. in there? Incredible. But uh, anyways, back to the Hawks game. Uh, I did not expect them to win. Apparently, the Hawks stadium didn't expect them to win because for Friday <laughs> night's game six, they double booked a Janet Jackson show for the same time. So, um, I don't know what they're going to do about that. Well, they could. she could play while it's happening. She could do the halftime show, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Here's what happens. <laughs> Okay, so they're going to play the game. It's going to be the second quarter. It's going to be like, Trey Young just broke the record for most Hawks playoff points of all time, and then they stop the game, they give him a trophy, and then Jan Jackson starts playing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then and, and Ludacris is going to be there with her. Yeah. You know. and Really? Yeah, Ludacris is performing with her. Oh, my goodness. And then, you know, they finish their song, and then they continue playing the quarter. And then they do the halftime show. Yeah. 
I know it's a Jermaine Dupri song, but imagine if it was like, yo, yo, welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, with yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That's technically not a ludicrous song, but in my mind He's it in is. It. Yeah, right? Yes, it is Lu- Jermaine Dupri featuring Ludacris, but I think Ludacris yeah. makes the song, but that's just me. Yes, yeah. But with Definitely. that, we secret song of the day could just well, very well be. It's got to be someone from Atlanta. It's got to be. We have Welcome to Atlanta in the system, is all I'll there say. There we go. We'll look into it, but we'll be right back. This is Comeback Discourse. We go 91.1. Second to last episode for me, your humble host. We're going to make this one a good one before we get out of here. But we'll be right back after this quick PSA break for some more chatting. Welcome back into what was it called again? I don't know. Goodness. Con well, Concorded Dispatch? Um Conch Shell It's like Lord Direct of the Fly- Deposit. I don't Lord know. of the Flies reference. What? Lord of the Flies, Conch Shell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to hold it. And they, then that kid's head never mind. Beazelbub? I don't know. What? Yeah. yeah that's what no, they call Beazelbub, that's what they call the pig. I don't remember that. I just remember Piggy's head gets, you know. Yeah. Because of the Azel bub. What? That's the the, that's the, the, the the book. You never read the book? I, I have read the book. I just don't remember that. I just remember the mean kid threw a rock. A big old rock. No, no, no. no. I mean, yeah, that happened, but it's because of what the Azel bub told him to do. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but I believe you. Well... Well, guess we'll never know. It's really the sad thing here. We, we may never know who's right. I mean, they, they, they're probably going to no. ban the book any day now, so. I think they probably already have in a few places. I don't know. All the kids were British, so I don't really think they care that much. Um, There's To Kill a Mockingbird was banned yeah. in Bama. I'm well, that sure. one is obvious why, but I'm saying, like, Lord of the Flies. You know what? Let's, while, while we're on this topic, I'll look it up. There's no minorities in Lord of the Flies, so they're not going to ban it. There's a girl in it. Ooh. Uh. But she doesn't really do anything, so it's not feminist propaganda. They won't ban it. <laughs> the woke mind virus has come. <laughs> has come. They're never going to ban a Wes Anderson film. That's all I'm saying. That's true, yeah. <laughs> There's no people of color or hardly any women. John Steinbeck has The Grapes of Wrath has been banned for vulgar words in some places. Same with uh, Catcher in the Rye. Oh, my goodness. They've been trying to ban that one for decades. To Kill a Mockingbird is banned. Oh, my goodness. Which ones are banned in Alabama? Okay, yeah. Let's bring a voice to this issue. Here we go. Alabama banned books. Let's see. State by state guide. Have you read any banned books before? Um, no, I wasn't allowed. Hmm. That's a Tony Morrison book. (laughs) I've read. uh, I've read To Kill a Mockingbird. Good book. That is a good book. These Alabama authors, ugh, come on! I've read. They're trying to hide the. They're trying to hide it from me. I read The Catcher in the Rye. That was a good book. Hmm. Uh, I've not read The Catcher in the Rye. I just know about Holden Caulfield. It, it was. Uh, I'm yawning. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm yawning. Uh, no, The Catcher in the Rye was good. I read that when I was like a junior in high school, so I was kind of insufferable. Uh, I should probably go back and read it again. I heard that it's like it ages with you. It kind of changes meaning with the more... Catcher in the Rye? Yeah. If you read it at like, different periods in your life. That's what I've heard. Hmm. So, might go back and read it sometime. Um, 
I just read Invisible Man. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's notable enough to be banned, but were it popular enough, I think it would get banned. Just, just saying. Are, okay, what's the, what's going on with the guide? So I'm trying to figure it out right here. They Alabama has two bills signed into law that ban books and curricula that impute quote I'm quoting here impute fault blame have a tendency to suppress others or create the need to feel guilt or anguish to persons solely ba- because of their race or sex. Hmm. So. If you read a book that makes you feel bad, have empathy for <laughs> others, it's banned, is what it reads as to me. We can't think critically about ourselves. Mm-hmm. In Georgia, legislators passed a bill that prohibited books or curricula. I'll, get, I'll say something about that in a second. That would indoctrinate, quote, indoctrinate, or, quote, promote one race or sex above another, unquote. Credible. I wonder what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so the curricula thing, wh- when have you had a curriculum that they were like, yeah, you should be gay. When does that ever happen? I don't know, but I do remember one time I had a teacher who was like, for one thing, he said that the Civil War wasn't about slavery, mm. and he was like, that was Alabama. He said Virginia was right. Oof. And then he told us that back in the '90s they started putting gay people in TV shows to quote make them think they're like us. Oh my God. In reality, the curric- quote unquote curriculum that they're claiming is just like them being like a teacher being like, "Oh, by the way, guys, people that are LGBTQ exist, and you should respect them." Rightfully so, might I add. But uh, don't get me started. I, <laughs> I had yeah, no. Every single teacher I remember in fifth, I was in fifth grade, and we were learning about the Civil War, and you know they're like, um. You know, obviously, these people had slaves. And you're thinking, this is the worst thing ever. Why would people have slaves? This is awful. And, like, even as a fifth grader, you're like, that's obviously a terrible thing to do. But then my teacher immediately follows it up with, there were no bad guys in the Civil War. (laughs) They just had disagreements. And as a fifth grader, you're like, oh, my teacher's saying this. Slavery is uh, kind of okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Some books targeted in Alabama. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, Toni Morrison with the bluest we re- eye. We read, well, we couldn't afford The Hate You Give, mm-hmm. uh, but we watched the movie. Is it good? Uh, I've never seen no, it. No, not, not really. Uh, Speak by Laurie Hulse Anderson, All American Boys by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Kiley, and George by Alex Gino. I'm only really familiar with two of those, but the point still stands. And we can look at, you want to look at the most banned books across the country? Yeah, why not? Most banned books. Uh, you have any guesses? I have a few guesses already. I want to say... 1984, certainly. I want to say To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Um. Uh, American Psycho might be. Um. Yeah, that was pretty vulgar, I heard. Let's see. Uh, and Tango Makes Three? It's a book about penguins! What? Brave New World, The Mice and Men, Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, I could see that getting banned. Um, wow. This book about two penguins having a baby's banned. What? I think it's about gay penguins. But still, this is so cute. <laughs> um, st- Let's go to number one. I'll go one through ten real quick. Okay, one through ten most banned books if you're just tuning in. One through ten. If you're tuning in, you this want is, something to read. This is this year. I want all. Gosh, I want all time. 
most banned books of all time. If you're looking for something to read, you just tuned in, you're thinking, oh, I just finished my last oh, book. Oh, I can't wait to read something. <laughs> the most challenged books of 2020. That's not what I want. Gosh, that's not what I want. Okay, I got him. I got it, I got it, I got it. Number 10. You want to guess? Oh, what? A number 10? Okay, I want to guess that it's a wild card. Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby is number five. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. You can't respect women. Well, that, I guess... that book's not about that. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, Zelda um, Fitzgerald probably wrote most of it, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. I and think they F. Scott it. was like, no, you didn't. It's I think mine. they banned it because it's like anti-American dream. If you uh yeah 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 if, you're, if you have a uh, media literacy then you would realize yeah if you don't it's just like oh these people are partying <laughs> these people are going crazy <laughs> number ten is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee from the year nineteen sixty wow. I thought that'd be way farther up there number nine this one is a wild card One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by what? Ken Kesey I don't know what from nineteen seventy what uh, it is Jack Nicholson's best movie first of all and second of all it's a phenomenal book I'm unfamiliar it's it's it hasn't. I haven't finished it, but uh, the movie's amazing. Uh, but it hasn't aged well in a lot of aspects, in some aspects rather. But oh my goodness, uh, let's see the reasons it got banned. So it has. Um, it's a pretty tendency glorifies criminal activity, has a tendency to corrupt juveniles, and contains descriptions of bestiality, bizarre violence, and a whole lot of other bad things. It, it's it, and it's also the book's kind of like bringing awareness to mental health. Like mental institutions, yeah. Back in the seventies as well. Mm. Uh, number eight. Do you have any guesses? The John. It's a John Steinbeck book. Is it the Grapes of Wrath? It is of Mice and Men. Of Mice and Men. Okay. Is Fahrenheit four fifty one anywhere on there? It is not. Okay. And number seven is the one we were just talking about, Lord of the Flies by William Golding. It's a pretty good book. Yeah, it's, it's I remember liking it's it. Right. Yeah. Uh, number six is a book from Maya Angelou. I know why they cage. I know why the caged bird sings. Good. Uh, number five is a great gasp. Number four is by Alice Walker, The Color Purple. Uh, sorry, I just thought of. Uh, number three, <laughs> the, same thing. the Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. Good and number two and one, do you have any guesses? Number two is going to be. You're not going to guess it. Uh, give me a minute. Okay. The Odyssey. Nope. Why would it be The Odyssey? I don't know. <laughs> like, because it promotes anti Christianity religion. That is, that probably would be the reason That's it gets That's what banned. I'm saying, yeah. It is. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Okay, yeah, I can see that. By Mark Twain. And number one is The adventure is the Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And number one is 1984 oh, by George Orwell, wow. which is funny because it is banned in America because it promotes, promotes communism. But at the same time, 1984 was banned in communist Russia because it promoted capitalism. Yeah. In reality, it's just about, um, it's about- totalitarianism. And yeah, yeah, I I didn't enjoy that book. <laughs> I I felt like it got a little carried away at some point. <laughs> uh, George Orwell got a bit indulgent in some of the chapters. In 2013, oh my goodness, number five was The Hunger Games. Number one was Captain Underpants. What? And number ten was <laughs> Bone by Jeff Smith. If you remember that one? Nope. It was the comic, like the graphic novel. Oh yeah, didn't they ban? What's the oh um mouse? Yeah, they banned. Didn't they ban Mouse at some places? Yes, yes. I need to read that. Uh, I watched a whole vi- What the world? <laughs> Top ten most challenged books of 2015. Number six is the Holy Bible. I mean, it is difficult to read. Yeah, like pretty vulgar. It is very vulgar. Like yeah, a lot of crazy things. I remember being like fifth grade and be like, "What is this?" And they'd be like, 
Oh, yeah, uh, she got turned to salt. She died yeah. right here. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Uh, in 2020, the most top 10 most uh, banned books or challenged books, number 10, The Hate You Give, number 9, The Bluest Eye, 8 of Mice and Men, still there, 10 or 7, To Kill a Mockingbird, still there, Something Happened in Our Town, A Children's Story About Racial Injustice is number 6, number 5, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian, number 4, Speak, Three All-American Boys, Two Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. And there's the famous picture of Ted Cruz holding that book when they're trying to challenge it. And number one, there's George by Alex Gino, which I believe has to do with LGBTQ, but I don't know much. But uh, there's all the banned books if you want to read any. There's your reading list for for the month. Get to reading, folks. All right, but we're going to have to go to a quick PSA break. We might have a little secret for y'all. What? It's a book. We have a secret book for you. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Okay. Uh, ow, just hurt my wrist. Oh, no! The, the, the guy's gonna call off his wife. Honey, Davis, while trying <laughs> to turn off the thing, he hurt his wrist again. No! Okay, we'll be right back after a quick PSA break. Maybe have a little secret for y'all. Who knows? Alright, see ya. Welcome back in. Ah, oh, I to got Atlanta. The, the drop. Welcome to Atlanta, yeah. Where the players play and we ride on the things like every every day? Every day. Someday or every day. Just sometimes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It's compact discourse. We're back in here. It is eight thirty five and eighteen seconds, right when I said that. And speaking of, we talked about banned books last segment and someone yeah. that I'm sure would be a fan. Tucker Carlson has been <laughs> ousted at Fox News. They they silenced him because he went woke. He, yeah, he went woke. He, he's apparently a socialist he's a now. He's a socialist now, yeah. According to Libertarian Party of New Hampshire yeah, no. on Twitter. I No, I actually did. There was some debate where he was like, if self-driving cars are going to take truckers' jobs, then we shouldn't allow them. That's so, pretty socialist of him. So the thing is with Tucker Carlson, he tries to he, – he, I don't want to get too down in the weeds on this, but he tries to act like a populist. Like He's like, oh, I'm for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Workers' rights. And then he's just like – yeah, we should not cut taxes for the rich, and we should let the workers, you know. I, he, I know. he does it for show, frankly, I think. But uh, he's listening right now. Actually, he's, he's coming very to good join. At his job, I will say. He's coming to join Weagle. Uh, he's going to be the new <laughs> yeah. host of Compact Discourse. He's a new podcast. Much next to my semester. chagrin. Yeah. Don Lemon's going to be joining him. <laughs> Nate Silver as well. It's going to be quite the show. James Corden. Oh, good. Okay. Well, actually, maybe not. James Corden has his own podcast right after Compact Discourse, and he sees all the Compact Discourse people walking out laughing and being jovial, and he's like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, oh, hey, oh, hey James. Hey, James. Y- y'all want to sing? Y'all want to sing a song? <laughs> I'm, pa- I'm in Paddington, you want to come know? on the show today? I'm in, oh, we have I'm in Ocean's 8, you know. <laughs> I was watching Ocean's 8. Is he really? Yeah, and he showed up, and I'm like, what in the world? Like, I didn't finish it, honestly. What? You saw James Corden just turned off. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Well, like, I, I was it. watching it, and I was like, the thing is, I'm such a big fan of the other Oceans movies. Yeah. I was like, this is fine, you but I feel it like... went woke. No. <laughs> I think I think they heard it by putting the Oceans name on it. Think so? Yeah, because it wasn't Steven Soderbergh making it, and it was just kind of like, it just felt like an imitation of Oceans. Imagine if they did... I have no... I, characters are fine. Imagine if they made the uh, 
the the bad guys the animated oceans ripoff and they called it oceans cat yes like you'd be like <laughs> you'd be like oh, i don't why don't you just call it something else at that point just make your own heist be original yeah but it was it was fine i, I don't care for heist movies frankly i love heist movies i guess i love the oceans movies yeah baby driver's a heist movie i love heist movies okay <laughs> love <laughs> it. glad we got you back on board um we didn't like bad guys i wasn't feeling that yeah no maybe because it was made for kids i don't know sam rockwell sounded exactly like owen wilson and that's all i know <laughs> I was watching something last night, and someone sounded... What was I watching? It doesn't matter. Um, what other heist movies are there? The Town? You ever seen The Town? No. That one's good. That one's Ben Affleck. It's in Boston. Um, Inside Man is one of my favorites. It has Denzel and Clive Owen and Jodie Foster. And Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's directed by Spike Lee. That one's phenomenal. Nope. We're getting carried away. We need to get off this rabbit hole. I've named two heist movies. Nope. Nope. We're going to keep talking Ocean's about Ocean's 11. Movies. No, no, 12 no. And 13. <laughs> It's my favorite trilogy. No, 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 no. Um, mm. Mm. Mm, indeed. But yeah, Tucker Carlson's gonna come work at Weagle. Yeah. Uh, we just took his DJ test. I gave it to him the other day. What's well, real life? Su- real life succession here. R- Rupert Murdoch was like, "We got to get him out of here." I mean, yeah. Because he he, he probably, them, how, how much was the settlement that they had to with Dominion? Almost a billion dollars. Like, like eight hundred million or something. Yeah. If you cost me eight hundred million dollars, you best believe you're getting fired. I saw I was, it was it wasn't just him though, but also I saw uh when I when I, I found out on Twitter and I saw like oh Tucker must have killed somebody and I was like yeah what happened <laughs> <laughs> and it was just he got fired which is and I saw a thing that if Tucker tries to like go at Fox after this they have like a file that they'll just release all the dirt on him oh my goodness. Please, 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 so funny. please, God, let it happen. If, if there's a God, he will, they will <laughs> allow this to happen. Oh my goodness. Oh, that'd be, that'd be something. I would like to see that. Oh, but, um, what, what happens if, what happens, to, what does Weagle have on us? What huh. is if we get kicked off at the end? Weagle releases a file of like the oppo file. Oh no. Davis one time. He was played a curse word on air. No! One time you, Cameron used chat GPT no! assignment. I didn't. That was a joke. No, I didn't do it. No, no. I did either. I actually finished my coding assignment last night and look anything up. Yeah. Well, I did uh, I did look up coding, syntax Coding errors. involves looking things up. Yeah, because it's like I, I, you, you have to use so many different languages. Most of the time I just like, I'm just like how to do this thing in Python. And then I, the algorithm I make myself. But you want to look at my program I made? Um, Pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. For everyone at home, you, you just—it was really cool. You saw a really it looked cool like a program. duck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of succession, uh, oh, yeah. we we mentioned it on Monday, but on Tuesday, on some night since then, I had a dream <laughs> that Kendall Roy from Succession drowned me in a lake. I wonder what Boy. the deal with that was. He's he his his motif is water in the show. That's what. Yeah, I woke up. I was like, that was weird. Um, guys, that was weird. Yeah, he definitely. I remember in the dream drown. Like I remember drowning in the dream. Like he was holding me under. Why would he do that? What uh, did I do to him? Because he hates you. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. <laughs> He'd be like, <laughs> "What would he say?" He'd be like, "Yeah, the optics here. They're not not really effing good. But, <laughs> but, you know, the optics. Uh, uh. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to call everyone together and just say that the optics aren't good, and we're gonna have to drown you. <laughs> L to the O G. <laughs> Dude, is the I almost started watching season one last night. 
Why didn't you? I didn't feel like so, it. Oh, my goodness. I was lazy. I I think it'll be a good book. You think? Yeah. I think at some point I don't really understand what's happening, but it's just I've a fun time. I've never understood what's happening. They're like, like oh, frankly, the glip glorps are down 3.2%. Yeah. We got we to gotta flip it upside down. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then somebody hears them and they go, oh, I'm donkled. <laughs> what? <laughs> if Okay. Here's something to think about. If this were made like 10 years ago, yeah, would Donald Trump show up in it? <gasps> yeah, would he? Would he make think, a cameo? I think he would try to buy Waystar Royco. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh goodness, alternate history, where Trump just stayed like the funny guy on TV. Yes, yes. Oh goodness. Albeit still racist, but funny guy on TV. You didn't hear oh. that from me. <laughs> I'm I'm casting no dis- aspersions here. Uh, perceived as such. Yeah, perceived as such by me. <laughs> I mean, not by me. Um. Uh. This is only, this is Davis posts. Carroll's opinion right here. Yeah, just just by me. Um, that'd be funny though. That would be. Funny. You're like watching Succession and Kendall Roy's there, and then Trump comes in. I'd like to buy Waystar Royco. <laughs> Great. Or imagine him and Logan getting into it. That'd be something. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Everyone listening at home is like, "What in the world is Succession? Why do they talk about it so much?" Ah, uh, whatever. It's, it's a, good a good show. show. That's what I said. <laughs> All right. We have one final segment for y'all after this quick PSA break. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll figure it out, as we always do. We, we've hardly ever had plans coming on these shows, honestly. No, I feel like most of the time we have had plans, we just kind of ignored them. Sometimes we do, and we just... Remember that time we were going to talk about the Waffle House drive through but we never oh, talked about Oh, we can talk about that when we get back. <laughs> okay. I'm glad, I'm glad it's coming back up. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back into Compact Discourse. Cameron and I were discussing discussing succession. Oh my that. goodness, we gotta stop. We're not talking about it on oh, okay. here. I was right, just cool. saying that's what we were doing. <laughs> that's why I wasn't doing the comeback there because we were we were, we were having a heated debate about Romulus. I got I got lost inside your radio. Yeah, we, we to we you specific listener, I was inside your radio. I got lost. I couldn't find my way back to my microphone. Anyways, it's Wednesday, um, second to last episode of Compact Discourse for me. Pot on me. When is the last one? Tomorrow. I thought we decided yeah, this. Uh, yeah. We, we talked about this yesterday. Uh-huh. Don't leave me hanging here, Buster. Uh-huh. I'll just do it alone one tomorrow. <laughs> How sad will that be? No, no, no. You can have the regular Thursday hosts do it with you. The one? <laughs> Are you not doing it? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'll put out an we'll APB. see how much sleep I get. We'll put out, I'll put out an APB on it. Uh, well, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday. Wreck a Wednesday. Anything to recommend? Rekka, we're just making things up now. I've done this every single Wednesday. It's 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 Shumadoop Wednesday. Well, it's Rekka Monday, and the joke is Rekka Wednesday. The phrase doesn't work, so I it's, do it anyway. It's Wekka Wednesday. It's Wicka Wicka Wednesday. I've been listening to the Boy Genius album a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Record. Yeah. And it's like, I've had so much trouble finding music for pop style, because it's supposed to be pop music, but all I've been listening to is this like alternative rock, like yeah. folky stuff. The record, 
Boy Genius. Pretty good. I've been playing this game called Dredge on my PlayStation. It's also on Switch and Xbox, I believe. Is it now? It is a horror fishing simulator. That's scary. I don't want It is awesome. It's like you're fishing around and then like an eldritch horror shows up and you're like, oh my god, it's Cthulhu. It's awesome. That sounds scary. I don't want to. No, it's really cool, though. I get scared. Speaking of scary things, I thought of this yesterday. I thought of it before yesterday, but I wanted to bring it up today because I thought of it yesterday. Showing your cats videos of other cats <laughs> must be like yes! horrifying. That's for what them. I've been saying. They have no idea that it's fake. They think they finally, after like years of only being around humans, they finally see one of their own kind commuting with kidding with them. And it's just like a TV screen. It mu- it's Plato's cave. It is Plato's allegory. It has to be. Like for cats. <laughs> the, the projection on the wall, you see a human finally, you're like, yeah. oh my goodness. And you go to touch it, it's just like yeah. cold and stone. You're yeah. Like, what? Exactly. I feel bad because like I'll be like watching videos and Gravy will love them. And then like a cat will show up and I'll be like, well, now I feel bad. Exactly. Like it has to be like traumatizing for them. <laughs> it has to be. It stimulates her at least. Yeah. But like they're going to like go to sleep that night like, what is real? <laughs> What's going on? She doesn't sleep in my bed with me anymore. Because. Yeah, you traumatized me. her. It's because I move around too much is why. When I slept on the couch the other night, she slept with me. Okay, fine. She had that. She had like a little area that she could go out on if she didn't want to. Yeah. I, I just roll around a lot in my sleep. And she likes to sleep on my chest, which isn't conducive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll always like, when she, sometimes in the middle of the night, she'll like pop up on my bed and like jump on me. I'll be like, oh, hey, Gravy, I'm glad you're here. And then she'll like put her claws right on my neck. I'm like, okay, you're going to you're gonna have to get off if you're going to do this, man. But uh, speaking of scary things, the Flash movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I just want to mention that we <laughs> we were ju- we were just about to not talk about the Waffle House drive-through again. Oh my goodness. Wait, what were we gonna talk about that? Do you want to? Or we oh, can yeah, just do yeah, like yeah. a bit where we never talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. We just never mention it. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think we did talk about it. We okay, don't, I think we, don't, we, we don't need too. to bring it up again. Eh, who cares? Uh, the Flash. I can, is this real? Yes. It looks like a Fortnite screen. I keep on seeing clips of it, and, like, is that, like, from the real trailer? Yes. Wow. Um, Okay. Apparently, a lot of the reviews so far are really good, though. You're lying to me. Why would I lie? Do I want to see this movie? I kind of want to... Good or bad, I kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see it, too. It's just like a movie in the theater, so good time. Wow. Yeah, no, I I could eat a lot of popcorn and watch that movie. There you go. It's really that simple, honestly. I love it when a plan comes together. Wow. They got they got Supergirl, they got Batman, they got the Flash and the other Flash and the other Batman. It's Zod. They got Zod yeah. Who else could show up? What if like Gorilla Grodd shows up? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Have you seen the episode in the Flash where Gorilla Grodd goes, Obama? <laughs> no, I have not. Gorilla Grodd goes back in time to take out, like, teenage Obama. What? Yeah. Why? I don't even know how that's legal. Why? I have no idea. Mm. I couldn't tell you. I did not watch that show. I was watching um, a movie last night. I was watching Pitch Perfect 2 for the podcast. Yeah. Not, because, not, not under my own volition. Um, but they had a really good bit in it where, if you've seen the beginning, like, her pants rip open on the thing. But yeah. it's performance for Barack Obama, and it, like, cuts to him sitting there in the balcony. <laughs> it was really funny. And then also they got help ma- hate mail from Sonia Sotomayor, which is also pretty funny. Well, oh my god! They were like, "Wow!" It, it was, there was a few good jokes from like the thirty minutes I watched. Anything else 
you want to recommend today, Cameron? Uh, uh, brushing your teeth. Oh yeah, goodness, I agree. Did you not? Did someone <laughs> not brush? Is there something prompt this or? No, no, no. no. I was just. I've heard rumors of people not brushing their teeth these days, and I just what? I don't know who. So I don't. I'm just saying. Like sometimes I'll just be in class. I'm talking to someone. I'm like, you need. A oh well, your you're in. You're in a special circumstances class. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like the way you worded that it made it sound like. No, no, no. I meant like your class is the exception. Yeah. Because you're in computer science. All that cares about computers. Yeah. That's, that's not true. You don't need to brush computers' teeth. That's true. Oh, you. you it's suboptimal to take time out of your day to not code by brushing your teeth. It is. It ruins the efficiency. That's true. That's why that's why lacing up shoes, I never do that. Yeah, ruins the that's efficiency. That's why they have flip-flops. Flip-flops, some cargo pants, a Zelda shirt. See, I think there's a way to make it work. Like, if you get, like, Burks, mm-hmm. like Boston Burks, like, yeah. totally acceptable. And just, like... And it looks good. So shorts that. that don't go down to your knees, I think, they, personally. Yeah. That's me. Uh, and a t-shirt that's not super tight. Oh my goodness. Like super tight like Zelda shirt. The the green that green Zelda shirt with the Triforce on it. What is the deal with shorts? that shirt, man? I don't know. That shirt so has ugly. proliferated so it's far. So ugly. Like how many of those did they make? <laughs> there was one factory that for 13 years. They had to make a million of them. All they did was make those shirts and now they're just like in the wild. They're still selling them. Do you I, think that like was it like a deal that they got sold with the like the khaki cargo <laughs> shorts? <laughs> they had a combo <laughs> and the flip flops. So you just like buy the outfit. They're on, you're on Amazon. You're looking for Zelda shirt. And it says commonly bought with oh my, the cargo. That shirts. might act, look that up right. I, I, I'm like, that Amazon. might be true. <laughs> it's so it's ubiquitous. Uh, green. I'm on Amazon. Green Zelda shirt. <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, yep, I found it. Here we go. Legend of Zelda Hyrule Crest Triforce Blackout logo. This is the blackout. Mm-hmm. This is like the newer modern version. I, I found it from Shirtosaurus. <laughs> Um, Bad name. Where's the shirt of swords? Uh, where is it? Doesn't have like the commonly bought oh. with. No, how am I supposed to know what pants to wear? Like who originally? How am I supposed to know? I'm reading the reviews for this. These it's are pretty funny. The worst t-shirts I've ever seen. I'm just scrolling Amazon. Here we go. Amazon's choice. Legend of Zelda crest. Oh my gosh. This is not a Legend of Zelda shirt. Yeah, no, it doesn't have the... These aren't official. No, it doesn't have the comedy bar. Well, oh, those pajama pants look pretty comfortable, actually. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some Game Theory merch. <laughs> I had some Game Theory merch. That I Jack knew somebody that had the Game Theory merch, the wraparound one. <laughs> Jack got me the blanket as a joke, <laughs> and then Gravy peed on it, so I had to throw it out. No, like, somebody, like, legitimately, actually, like, unironically wore the Game Theory wraparound, and it's like... Gosh, I don't know why. Fashion theory now. Don't forget it. that. All right. Anything else? Um, I don't know. Well, if you do, your mic's off, so too bad. Thank you all so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we'd like to remind you all that our previous episodes are available as a podcast absolutely free wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for the Compact Discourse and find that CD logo on your player of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU for links to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show and join the conversation with Auburn's only student-run Drive Time Morning Show. You can also follow us on the station on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at WeGoInScoreU. And with that, from Davis and Cameron, we would like to wish you a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Cameron might be dead. Who knows? All right, see ya.